0: New, no, new, no, new, no, new,
1: no, new, no, new, no, no. So as we do new products, I have to do a reminder every single week because we will run out of Boxes if you will. haven't already. Um, you heard about it. You don't want to fear missing out. It's the biggest fear that everyone has now of missing out. So don't miss out. Number one
0: best quarterly, quarterly electronic subscription box. You
1: can solve this with a trip to Adabox.com. But very soon when we run out, it'll say, sorry, we ran out.
0: Yeah, once we run out, we run out.
1: Yeah. OK, what do we got?
0: OK, starting off, we've got this screen. This is a 1.3-inch color TFT screen. We're actually using it in a bunch of products, including the Clue and also uh, the TFT bonnet we're showing off. And uh, maybe you want to make something with this display or maybe you crack the display and you want to replace it. We have replacement displays available. Um, we even have a part number if you want to use it in your design. You, you uh, Look at the part number. We put it in the technical description and uh, purchase that to match it up with this display. It's a beautiful color TFT IPS display. Keep watching in the video and we'll... Show more of it. Okay, next up. Next up from SparkFun, we are stocking their uh, Thing Plus Quick Shield, also known as um, a Quick or STEM QT Feather Wing. They like to use Thing Plus, but um, it's also a Feather Wing. Just uh, fine. Hey, you can call whatever
1: you want. Call However, whatever you want. It's a feather. It is <laughs> you know what it is.
0: Um, So uh, with these, you get uh, four JST-SH connectors connected to the I2C port. You can see the power ground and I2C pins labeled. Uh, These are the standard pins on every feather. So unless somebody's making something that's not feather compatible, you will plug this in on top and connect all sorts of sensors to it, like seen here. So hold on, I will plug this in. So what I like is that there's four plugs. And even though, our QT boards and quick boards are often uh, chainable. Like you can connect another I2C device on the other side. What's nice about this is that you can, you can connect as many as you like. Maybe I'll back this off a little bit, and then uh, focus, and focus lock. Okay, so um, here we've got like a humidity sensor. Here we've got accelerometer gyro. And over here, you know, I connected an OLED. So it's all plug and play, you know, once you, you do have to solder um, headers onto the feather wing and then plug it into your feather. In this case, I have a, I think I have a NRF52840 feather or something here. Um, but then you can plug and play all of our sensors and displays to make really easy sensor outputs. And this is an Arduino, but of course it works in CircuitPython as well. Great addition to the featherwing family. It
1: has been renamed as the barbecue um, thing wing. Yes. It's a barbecue thing wing. It's a barbecue thing wing. And so it has been said.
0: I love barbecue wings.
1: All right. That's in the store now. That's right. Next up.
0: Next up. We have a little bit of an update to this cable. This is a USB-C FTDI cable. And what I initially wanted to stock was a cable with 5-volt power and 3-volt signal. We were sent ones with 5-volt power and 5-volt signal now as of February 12, 2020. They are now 5-volt power, 3-volt signal, but they're 5-volt compliant. So you can use them with either 5-volt or 3-volt volt, um, signal devices, such as, like, uh, Pro Trinkets or, like, uh, Arduino compatibles or you're connecting to a, um, a Wi-Fi router or whatever. Uh, and it's USB-C, so it's great for people who have modern computers that you have USB-C ports. You plug it in, it's very durable, and you get the standard FTDI pinout. Okay, next up. Um, we have the FOMU. We've been carrying the TOMU from um, Zobs, and now we have. If you the FOMU. Like Tomo,
1: you're gonna like FOMU. <laughs> if
0: you like TOMU, you're gonna love. <laughs> Look how
1: this is. This is bananas. Look how it's tiny so this is. So
0: tiny. So this is a USB port-sized FPGA development board, and it even runs. I think either MicroPython or CircuitPython or both. Yes. Uh, you can even see it's it got like a, a little bit of uh, flash on there. Um, if you want to program FPGAs, it's ridiculous. And you want it to fit in your. USB port, I also, they will do mention though, it's kind of early, like for example, there's these capacitive touch pads and they're still under development, they haven't quite gotten that part of it, but I think if you want to play around with FPGA development and like you don't want to have to haul around a big kit, it's got like a USB bootloader, you can, you know, again, it just fits in your USB port and you're ready to FPGA anywhere you want. So um, check out the specs, it's really long, I didn't memorize all of them, but um, Zob's has done such a great job with this, I know yeah. he's been working really hard in the last like year or two on this project okay next up the art of electronics x chapters now so people who didn't even think the art of electronics third edition was going to come out well now we've got even more this is a beautiful hardcover update with even more from Horwitz and Hill Um, it's it's like a slim version but um, lots of stuff like they couldn't even fit everything in so there's a more and it's beautiful it's got that same uh, you know layout I've got the my Ele- Art and Electronics t-shirt on in celebration of uh, the X-Chapter's release um, more stuff I mean like this is all the stuff that they don't even teach you in class by the way like you don't learn this in school um, and uh, I really love the Art Electronics 3rd edition I think it was a really big update yep. uh, we just got these today um, so I'm, I think I'm we're like the I'm first ones home. to have them yeah we might be I'm going to take these home and uh, read through it but knowing uh, Hearts and Hell this is good stuff they said Rail-to-rail op-amp warnings, current feedback, low-noise ultra-isolated power, high-voltage. A lot of high-voltage stuff in here. Uh, PWM, for DC mo- B- PWM for DC motors, a myth demolished. I have to know what that is because I do that all the time. Anatomy of a counterfeit iPhone charger. This is a good time. Good reading.
1: I always think about if we were to have contact with an uh, alien civilization, what... Uh, people will we have try to interact with them with their technology and what yeah. what resources will we give them if we could communicate and i always think like if i needed like if something landed like i want bunny and you to reverse engineering and i thought like what's the if, but if there was like a, a some resources about like some of our technology it's Horowitz and hill yeah I'll just part of electronics like here you go go this for is, it this is as good as it gets for us right now this is it this is it if you can really understand and you can make all the stuff that we're you know working on okay okay next up Look, I think about
0: these things. It's important. Somebody has to. Yeah,
1: okay.
0: Okay, so next up we have a pretty big product update, big enough that I wanted to uh, sort of announce it as a new product. So we've had this FT232H breakout board for a very long time. It was lovely, but I wanted to give it a little bit of a makeover. So um, the thing that's important for people who have been using these, and we sell a lot of them, and so, so I was very careful revising this. It is the same physical size and the mounting holes are in the same locations and it's pinout compatible however i added two more pins so where there were no pins there's now a three volt pin and a ground pin because a lot of people were asking hey i really want a three volt output and there's a three volt regulator on there that gives you 500 milliamps so if you wanted to use this with if you've been using this ftdi breakout with three volt logic devices you no longer need a separate regulator it's now built in and you can just get it off of those extra two pins Um, otherwise the schematic is the same and the pinout is the same we've uh, moved the micro USB over to USB C because if we're gonna do a makeover you might as well well. update to USB C Um, so that's very handy and best of all because a lot of people were using these with I2C devices we made it much easier to use with I2C devices by adding an I2C mode switch so for I2C if you've used these before you know you have to connect D0 and D1, or D1 and D2, I don't remember. They have to connect them together, and it's kind of annoying because you have to use a jumper and people forget, and they're like, why is my I squared C not working? So we now have a switch, and if you want to use it in squared C mode, you flip the switch and it jumpers those two pins for you so you don't have to remember. And there's also now a, as you may remember from five minutes ago, a STEMIQT or quick connector. So like that sensor that I showed, this pressure sensor, um, you can now plug it in directly. So there's no soldering required. Does it work required. with the
1: barbecue red thing hot wing?
0: It works with barbecue hot wings. <laughs> well, it, you want to connect to the hot wing because it's both trying to control the I2C. Got it. But if you want to connect, you know, we have um, you know these OLED displays that have okay. the quick connectors. We have OLED. Got we have it. sensors. Um, we have like thermocouple, whatever. Whatever you want over I2C, you plug and play and then USB-C to your computer. And um, Carter did a really amazing job in the last few months, kind of in ex- expectation that this would come out soon. Um, he got a really great guide on using all of our CircuitPython libraries um, and Blinka, which is what we call the, the platform for running CircuitPython on CPython. So when you plug this into your computer on your desktop, Mac, Windows, and Linux, you can use all like 200-ish of our CircuitPython libraries to control various sensors and devices and actuators and motor controllers and all that Good stuff with the FT232H. A lot of people also like it for debugging. You can do um, GPIO control. You can do OpenOCD, uh, JTAG control. Um, it does SPI at very high speeds, which is quite nice. You can use this to drive a little screen. It's, uh, you can even use it to control NeoPixels. We got that working. A little bit of a hack on the SPI port, but it is possible. So we really like the FT232H, so much so that we wanted to give it a little bit of a uh, remake over and we did so, I think people will like it. Um, If you've been using it for a while, no fear, you'll be able to use it just the same as before.
1: Okay, let's keep moving.
0: Okay, we also have, uh, last week we forgot to, not forgot, but we we ran out of time to add this uh, pirate audio version. We have the line-out version, the speaker version, the built-in speaker version, now we have the headphone jack version. So this version has a headphone, it has an I2S amplifier and then a headphone um, amplifier as well. So it can drive um, large headphones, especially ones that are like 16-ohm uh, or 300-ohm headphones. So you can make kind of your own little portable music player. Uh, and Pimeroni has great code to display album art with this. It works with Spotify. It has all these buttons. So a lovely little add-on for your Raspberry Pi.
1: Okay. And the start of the show tonight, besides our community, our team, and you, Lady, is this.
0: Yes. We also... It, Coincidentally, very similar looking board, but this one doesn't have an audio amplifier. This is our uh, 1.3 inch TFT bonnet. So it's it's simpler, it doesn't have audio, it has a little joystick and it has some buttons. And uh, I can show on the overhead, we, um, hold on, make a little bit of room here. Gotta clear up my FT232H demo. Um, we have a kernel module for it. So, you know, I can uh, use it. Oh hold on my keyboard got unplugged there you go pardon me so i can use this um, as a terminal or you can use it with python to display graphics or animations on here you've got a five-way joystick so this joystick goes up down left right and in and then you've got two buttons i wouldn't use it for gaming because it's it's very small maybe not that comfortable but for very let's, basic
1: let's go to like a website or
0: something user interfaces yeah so <laughs> One thing uh, that was fun is I was like, oh, you know, you know, I I have Wi-Fi in this Raspberry Pi, zero W. So let's install Links, and then you can go to Google. It's going to say like, you have 18 cookies. You have to allow. But
1: do you want to be tracked?
0: I know. But then you can use. We're going to track.
1: We're going to. They have a Links interface, interface, so
0: you know you can. um, You know, you could put graphics on this, but the text, it's text is, you know, you can actually see it, and then uh, I can look for me. Google search, it's gonna say, "Hey, you have more cookies." One cookie. One second. There's like seven. Want a cookie? But then, hey, check it out. You can oh, look yeah. look up stuff. So um, it's a you know it's a full text interface. Uh, you can use or again, you can use it with Python. You have two ways of using it: either as like a kernel module, where it's a terminal, um, or a graphical. Uh, you can mirror HDMI onto it, but again, it's gonna be very small graphics so you could use this as a very very tiny Pico 8 player I think um, but it is a very small screen just to see my fingers how yeah. teeny it is high resolution but small but could be really good for like user interface projects robotics it's projects cool. wireless projects so this is uh, yeah the TFT bonnet and um, if you don't want the joystick and buttons we also have the Pi the mini Pi TFT which is just the screen available in the store as well